This Mike Rob and Nate Burleson, and, and you're, you're listening to episode seven of the RB Podcast. Drop that beat. <laughs> Get excited every single time I hear that. I gotta give him a shout out to DC Native Shaw Infinite on Instagram. Check him out. Look at him on SoundCloud. My man did it every time I hear that. Did that. You know that's my ringtone right now. Is it? What? Can I get can I get an audio file TD? Yeah, I mean, of course. come on, man. You always looking out for the wide receivers. Bro. Listen, welcome man. to the RB podcast. This is the seventh episode of our show. Seven. Dog. How crazy does that sound? Seven. We in there. Yeah. So before we get started, let me explain what the R&B podcast is. It's the insights to the life of an NFL player around the league, information, all sports, all celebrities, pop culture, and music. It's the locker room, bro. Producer TD, my main man on the ones and twos, dropping beats throughout the show. I love hip hop. I think I'm a rapper. I just so happen to be. I'm your hype football. man, bro. You definitely I'm your hype my man, hype man, dog. I'm not gonna drop any. The single coming soon. R&B show single. Ooh, okay. Listen, we bring the heat on this show, so it's like every week. It's 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 like I like this one, TD. <laughs> it's like sports podcast meets ether. That's what I'm talking about. Do you remember when ether? Come on, man. What? Nas. Blame that Nas heard the takeover and went right in the, went right in the, the lab. Nas, just, Nas <laughs> was in L.A. yesterday at a comedy show. Was Somebody it? hit me and was like, yo, Nas is here. That's like You should come rapper. here because y'all energy crazy. That's I, my favorite rapper, though. Oh, man, I wish I connected with him. I hope he's still here. So, listen, coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about Adrian Peterson versus head coach Mike Zimmer. Sounds crazy. Uh, Sounds crazy, but we'll explain uh, more later. We're also going to talk about tough stretches as a player. You go through ups and downs. It's a roller coaster ride. Adversity, man. Right. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the MVP race and what individual awards means to players. Okay? Um, and then, I played fullback, man. We don't get that. You, you made it to a Pro Bowl, though. Yeah, I did. Okay, we're going to get to that, too. <laughs> Plus, we're going to have the debut of R&B Hotline. The R&B I Hotline. Listen, the hotline. Hotline. Play. Hey, look. People calling call in and ask in us and questions. Talk to us or tweet uh, yeah. TD and uh, at producer TD yeah. and get your question on the hotline. Yeah. We got something today, don't we? Yeah. Oh, but, we got something today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, got, we got a few of them today. Um, but before all that, you know, here's here's the PSA that we do every week. They got to subscribe, Mike. Yeah, man. We're not, we not getting enough reviews. We need you to subscribe. Comment iTunes, on iTunes. Stitcher. Google All play. of that. Let me Review. jump in here, real guys. We we get a lot of get a lot of props on Twitter and social media and comments. Say, hey, great show! If you support the show, you know we need to support. We need the support, man. We need to get out there. We need people to hear what we're doing. This is something new, something different that we've been doing here at the NFL. No other NFL show is like this. So support the people, man. That's all it is. Support support the show. Listen, there you go. We TV. got the we got the visual I along see. with the audio. We got behind the glass people on the 
on the back end. Thugger in the building, Thugger, man. Thugger. Thugger. Thugger, ah! hey, Thugger called you Rampage Jackson before dog, the show started. Dog, but that wasn't for you to say nah, we, when but the mic gets you hot. Look like Rampage. No, nah, Rampage looks like me. And then I went on to ask you if you could beat up Rampage. <laughs> dog, this is the R&B show. Okay. okay. Mike, that means real Mike Robb show okay. and Nate Burleson okay. show. So if you and Rampage got in the octagon, what would happen? Come on, dog. I'm a savage. I'm just letting you know I get down. Okay. I get down. All right. My bad, Kimbo Slice. I hey, get listen. down. You feel me? <laughs> hey, Come I, on, I, bro. I, hey, I love it when you get to the up. I, <laughs> I get and down. I'm just t- saying, hey, We're going to turn you up today. Okay. TD, can I get a beat? I need some heat. Oh. Uh. Uh. Yeah. This set got that bounce to it. Yeah. Got that bounce to it. Yeah. This it got that bounce to it. TD come on with that heat. TD. Hold up. Ooh. I wish I could rap. We need to, we need to make a this. song called I, I Wish I Could Rap. I'm on this one. I got a lot of thoughts. I just got can't put them thoughts. together the way I want it. You know, I've been writing. I got some heat in my phone. Oh, Nate, man, later. but you a rapper though, man. I'm just saying. No, I, I you know, I'm all, I'm in football mode, man. I don't okay. do all. I can't do that. You, all right, I better for that. I like, hey, TD, I like that one. That was like, hot. I, I like how you getting this show started right here. Now, What's listen, up? what we got, bro? We talking about the R&B hotline. Okay. Now we've promised everybody, the listeners, for weeks that. We're going to give them an opportunity to be part of the show. Like, this yeah. is a family atmosphere. If you listen it, all in. you win it. Like, you, you with us. Yeah, you like, win. you can run up on us on the street and be like, yo, R&B podcast yeah. crazy. I need y'all to talk about this. It's like the barbershop. It's like being in the barbershop and you just kicking it. Everything gets fly, gets flown around. We can talk about anything here. Yeah. Okay? So, when we see you in the streets, say what's happening. When you see us in the streets, <laughs> say what's happening. <laughs> Facts. It works real simple. If you have a question comment he wants to talk about something hit up my man on twitter at producer td exactly how it sounds the lettering is how i am saying it producer td you get on the r&b hotline and then you get us the opportunity to address whatever you want let's do it man. okay so td we got some r&b hotline we got questions. we got three we got three questions today. This, this is the first one. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Hey, what's t- up? T- watch out, TD. Do this. Check them out. Hey, this is Kyla calling from Seattle, and I was just wondering, in honor of Kanye having his first son, Saint West, what's your favorite Kanye song or Kanye beat? <laughs> that was dope. I know. That was so dope, I, I came in early and they was in the back <laughs> working on it. And I'm trying to play it off like I'm not That listening. was dope. Uh, do you understand what's going on right now? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's a movement, bro. We Listen, get we you get heard the, You heard the beat. Yeah, we get And then the end. beat dropped. And then you heard the – how crazy – no, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm really – I'm like a kid in the candy store. <laughs> Oh, that was that, that Maybe, was that not sexy right there? Like that was that that, that was dope. I'm gonna answer the question. Okay, Favorite Kanye song? I, that power joint. Yeah, that's fine. That I was feeling that. I I, I really I, I was feeling power. Um, but well, let's, probably, start, let's start here. Do you guys prefer old Kanye or new Kanye? I'm old, old Kanye. When semi he was semi conscious rap, he was so full, and now he's like he's still creative. But he's you no, know, he's a little bit off the rails. Yeah, I mean, I I can't lie. Personally, I'm an old school type of type of guy. I like I like old school Kanye. Okay. 
You know, you know, I like through the wire. You know, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Through the wire is my joint. Like, I, I yeah. love that for a few reasons. One, like, the whole concept of, of the song and then him having his mouth wired. And when you listen to it. Yeah, you can you tell. Can, you can tell, yeah, right? Yeah, you can tell. And then he came out with the video. I mean, he still had the tall, like, polo shirt on with the collar flip. And, of course, Stacey Dash was in that joint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I thought that was that was just a dope you song. Can tell like, we through the wire, things, man. Listen, about <laughs> we'd have melted over this joint. <laughs> hey, I, 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 but hey, TD, I, I like old Kanye though. Like you gotta go old Kanye. Yeah. Man, don't get me wrong, that album, man. All kinds of heat. hey, but that all day though. When he dropped that all day, that's what I was gonna talk about. All day, all day. Now, that was the, crazy. I saw that reminded me of old. I Kanye. saw a video of a performance he did. Yeah, all day. Was no, it was when he dropped it. It was he. It was on stage at a yeah, boy. I think it was overseas. That was one, I and he had crazy. like the European goons. Dog, with. that was one of the illest performances I ever seen. Get now, low, get low. Yeah, that all was that, that. That was tough. That was tough. That's Kanye. fire, right? There. That was tough. That was. Tough. And I, and I hope that from what I heard, I, I heard the direction of his new album. Is going into that lane like that more hip hop, like Kanye basically saying, hey, so "It's not gonna be heartbreaking 808s, like you know." But heartbreaking that's... 808s has some heat on it. It did some. It has some. But heat. I'm used to Kanye putting heat throughout the entire thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It was just right. different. I can't say it won't hot because some people may like that. Yeah. Right. But it did. It just didn't have with some of that old. Stuff. But, I, but I like that through the wire though. I feel like that was that was his hello to the world. And the world was like, okay, hold up. This producer for Rockefeller can rap? Like, this yeah, dude can man. rap? Like, how patient do you have to be to, like, give beats to the best rapper alive, right, Jay-Z? You're just feeding him beats, and, you know, he's going crazy. And then all of a sudden you're like, hold up, I want to get behind the mic. Like, that's a lot of courage. I heard, Jay was, always, I heard Jay was always pushing him to rap. He just ain't, he just ain't want to do it. They, they do this thing. It's, it's called, like, This or That with uh, celebrities, yeah. and I watch it, and they had Game on there, right? You know, Game is, you know, in my opinion, one of the best Cali rappers out right now. And they said Kanye verse or Kanye beat, and I'm like, I'm curious, like, yeah, because right? he's had them both, and I'm like, what is he gonna say? And he said, I'd rather have a Kanye beat. You gotta have a Kanye. beat. I'm about to say, you gotta, you gotta have, have a beat, beat, bro. But sometimes that verse, nah, that though, beat, Kanye, what that's Kanye, what he does, dog. What was the beat. joint that him and Jay Z had when they had to cut? They cut the top off the, the Rolls Royce and the, you know, the song that was. Uh, the, the joint that they it was on um uh, Watch the Throne album. Watch the Throne album. album, the hot single Otis, Otis, yeah. And they played. Listen, I, I went to the concert, Jay Z and Kanye concert in Detroit, at the uh, Detroit Pistons Arena. Yeah. They played that joint five times in a row, right? And it's the end of the day, end of the concert. Everybody's walking out. We're like, they're like, listen, we played this five times in the last city. We're gonna play it one more time. I'm literally walking out the suite like, oh, man, that was crazy, man. They dropped that beat. Everybody's like, oh! We, like, <laughs> we leaving. We're like, we just broke the record playing the same song six times in a row. We're like, man, it's crazy. Like, literally, heart jumping out my chest. I'm just like, yo, that was it. I might have been in my wife beater at this point. I'm like, I put my oh, shirt back on. Pity Pablo. Listen, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Pity Pablo. Listen, I'm walking out. Literally, I'm yeah. outside the suite. Beat drop one more time. Listen, uh, you want to talk about hysteria? Like, the place went crazy. Played the same song seven times in a row. And we went bananas. Now, that's a Kanye verse yeah. that was fire. It was. But the beat is probably what got you going. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Before we move on real quick, Flashing Lights beat, I think, is Ooh. the best musical Ooh. beat in the last 20 years. I'm a big Dr. Dre fan. Flash. But what Kanye did on Flashing Lights, Lights. – 
my goodness. That flashing lights was great. Yeah, I, I, I like that, it, too. But you know what? I, I'm going to have to get back to you on that, TD. Uh, I, I, you know what? But I then got he some... came with that video, too. Like, see, I am I'm, I'm I feel like I'm an artist. So, you know, people don't know. Actually, you got to fight with Now, listen. <laughs> no, artist in the sense of, like, just expression. You know what I'm saying? I like, got you. When I'm on TV, it's it's a show. If I'm writing down bars, it's, it's a poem. Yeah. Like, I, I love art. Now, he came with that beat that I thought was crazy. And then the video. Y'all don't remember the video was crazy. He had, he had this. Did hype do the video? I don't know, but he had this thick John running up on the trunk, open the trunk. Kanye in there in the back of the trunk, taped up. I don't even know what the concept was about. <laughs> <laughs> At my eyes, glued to the screen. We get to Kanye. Moving on, guys. Yeah, we gotta move on. on. Yeah, we gotta move on. All right, actually, question two. Yeah, before we do that, actually, let's get to one of our topics, and then we'll come back to the hotline after okay. that. All okay, right? okay, mix like it up. I like that. I like that. It's like a radio show, and you're just calling in. I like that. All right, so. Coach versus players, that's a hot-button issue, okay? Adrian Peterson, he played the Seattle Seahawks. Now And they got dogs. Okay, okay? Yeah. Let's just that's be fact. honest. They got dogs. I, I do a show uh, back in Seattle every Friday on 950 KJR with my man Softy. You know yeah, Softy. And I, I, I picked Seattle because I, I felt like if there's a defense built to stop Adrian, it's this one. And it's December. Seattle gets hot in December, right? Now, even with that being said, I was surprised that Adrian only had eight carries. Now, they get dogged, as you said. Seattle is in rare form beating the brakes off of Minnesota, right? My former team, both of them, and they talked to Adrian after the game. Yeah, yeah. And we we have that audio. They were just a better team. You know, they were more aggressive, played more physical, and, uh, you know, they outcoached us as well. I'll coach how? In so many different areas. And I'll, and I'll play, too, in so many different areas for us players as well. Okay. So <laughs> let me say this to the listeners first. The media, and we work in the media now, right? Yeah. The media, reporters, uh, you know, all the people that surround the game uh, from that perspective, they love it. When you say things like that, like you heard immediately after you said it, what the guy say? I'll, I'll coach this out. He didn't hear. He didn't hear anything else. He didn't hear what Adrian said about the game and them being a good team, Seahawks. All that he heard, out coach. So he jumped in on that. So when people read these hot these hot lines, if you will, on in the paper on on your local NFL.com app, that's the media catching something and then saying. Please explain. That's what, what they think do about best. it. What do you think about it? Should he have done it or not? Yeah, he should have done it. Okay. Now, now let's let's talk about the response before we really dive into this issue. The response from Mike Zimmer, the head coach, and, and TD just gave me the quote, and I don't want to butcher too much, but it's fairly simple. He basically said, "I can read the quote off." Yeah, read the what? quote, TD. He goes, "I don't really worry about other people's opinions. I just worry about what I think." Okay, so now let's jump into it. You you just asked me. Uh, what you think? Should, should have AP said that. AP is the best running back in football right now, right? Marshawn's down. Yeah. AP, in my opinion, is the best running back in football. Quite possibly the best running back of our era. Yeah. He has the right to talk about himself, his teammates, and the coaching. There's certain players that don't get that right. After 11 years of football, maybe a couple times in my career, maybe a couple years I had that right because I was playing at a high level and I had that respect to where what I said had merit. 
and had weight. AP has that same type of respect. You know what's crazy is for anybody who says AP shouldn't have said that, shouldn't have called out the coaches, why not? Because a coach can get there on the podium and call out a player, and we don't even bat an eye. Like, we'll just be like, oh, that's what coaches do. They're supposed to. This is a family atmosphere, bro. Like, yeah, you might be the authority from a coaching perspective, but we all working in this together. And facts is, AP makes more money than everybody. So, from a talent standpoint, mm. respect him. Get him from man. a money standpoint, mm. respect him. Mm. So, if anybody can call out anybody, it's AP. So, for the fact that Mike Zimmer said, I don't concern myself with the opinions of others, I see that as disrespect to AP because AP's not what, Mike? He's not an other. No, he's not another. He's family. And he happens to be the face of your franchise. He happens to be the leading rusher in the National Football League and a big voice on this team. This is my only – hey, look, Nate, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you said, bro. I'm feeling you, right? My only thing is this, and guys always have to sit back and think a little deeper. Just think a little deeper. And I know it was after a game, you're in the heat of things. And I'm, I'm, under, I'm, I'm from the school of thought like this, Nate. You never, ever – ever burn bridges right and just follow me on this before you say anything follow me on this right and basically what i'm saying is he can call out his coach he can call out all the coaches but you know that 15 20 minutes before the media comes in that's when you do it that's when you address the entire team you know what i'm tired of this i bet not get eight carries and we need to coach different we need to play different and you air it out then hear me out hear me out the only reason why i don't say you do it in the media, is because now every question this week on a short week and you're going to Arizona, you already got a lot of adversity going up. Every question this week is going to be about that. You think that's not going to be a distraction? That's going to be a huge distraction. Hold on, hold on. Listen to me, bro. Listen to me. And my thing is sometimes players have to think about the long-term plan. And I say, dude, don't cause a distraction for your team. At some point, you may need Mike Zimmer at some point in your life at one point or another. You may need him to speak one day. You just don't know. You don't embarrass the guy in the media. And I always say this, Nate. Listen to Hold I'm, up. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I always I'm, say I'm, this. I'm, I'm digging for some stats. Please right do. Now. I give always me, say give, this. Hey, give, give, give me AP's numbers week Please one. do. Please do. It okay, don't cool. matter. No, I'm not, I'm, Mike, I, all hey, I'm saying hey, get is. Get your feelings all, right now. Yeah, yeah. All, not, all I'm saying is. Don't be hostile with me. Respect the position. Of head coach. Okay. Hold up. Listen to me. I'm listening. And I think that's an issue with players now. We hear it all the time. Yeah, you're right. You said a coach can go up there and call out a player in the media, right? Yeah. So, if we look – hold up. Why do we got to respect what they say? Is it fair that if we're the ones on the field playing and we lose a game, the coach gets fired? Is that right? No, we're held accountable because of how we play. They lost, right? They lost a week. They lost week one. Yeah, they okay, lost so, Okay, no, no. San Francisco. Okay. No, I'm going to let you finish your point, and then I'm going to say something. Go ahead. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is you have to look at the, big, the, the, the bigger picture. I'm not, I don't have anything wrong with what, AD, with, what AP said. Yeah. My whole thing is that is not the right form to do it. You create more problems, bro. Right. You got to think deeper than that. Yeah, you, be, you are the face of this franchise. You are the lead. 
you are the leader of this team, right? And at that responsibility that you have means you don't go in the media and say that. Now, if y'all were in the middle of a six, seven game losing streak, yeah, or something like that, yeah. and something just has to happen, hey, look, man, let out your frustration. Mike, I agree with you. I feel you. If that happened one time, right? Say it was the first game and he was underused, he might pull back on talking to the media and address the team and the coaches in a more private manner. Week one of this 2015 season, mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings took an L. Adrian Peterson had 10 rushes, 31 yards, uh-huh. which what tells saying? me what you're saying? that this has already happened. One other Which time. tells me what you're suggesting he one should do time. could have possibly – no, no, there's, there's more than one game where – AP didn't get the touch he deserved. How come we didn't hear those games then? Because maybe what you're suggesting, what you're suggesting, he already did. Well, think he already this. did that. Well, so, okay, if you already went to the coaches and had that conversation, hey, coach, but man, Nate, I feel but like, but, but Nate, I feel like we don't know that. For me. We don't know that. We can't assume. Okay, All right, we can do right, is go assume. on the facts. We can't assume. And the facts are he went and said it right now, this game, week 13, after the game. Okay. And, 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 and to address your week one point, week one, this guy missed four t- – 15 games last year, didn't have an offseason level. You mean to tell me I'm going to get it? Huh? You mean to tell me I'm going to get this guy 30 carries on week one? No. No, This is a marathon, not a sprint. Nate, you know that. I feel you 100%. So, from all the facts, we haven't heard it. uh, We haven't heard him have this issue other than this week. The facts, we don't we don't know whether he talked to the coach or had the conversation I'm saying. All we know is that he said it and addressed it this week. You could have chose another way to do it. And, and, and what we're talking about for, for the listeners, it, it's there's unspoken rules in the NFL, right? Yeah. And, and we have to abide by them. Some of them are player-to-player rules. Some of them are player-to-coach. Some of them are player-to-city. Like, there's all these unspoken rules that we abide by, and we know that. And this is one of them. You don't call out the coaches because you, you have a – an honorable sense about you that you would take responsibility and you handle that stuff behind closed doors. But what I'm saying, Mike, I feel like there's certain individuals in this league, mm-hmm. and there's it's very few, almost like the the demigods of, of the NFL. Mm-hmm. They are above the unspoken rules. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, tell me Adrian a time, Peterson. Tell me, a time, tell me a time Peyton Manning or Tom Brady called out his coach. Man, th- there's been some slick tell stuff me a said. Time, tell there's, me a time when Peyton Manning or Tom Brady directly called out the head coach. Well, Tom Tom's, never called Tom's out not going to do it's, it's Belichick. He's one of the best okay. coaches of all time. Tell me a time Peyton did that to um, whoever, whoever, whoever right? he's had. I, I honestly believe if we had the time, I guarantee I can find some things. No, no. Where I think Peyton said some slick stuff. Okay. You can read between the lines. Yeah. But never – you can read between the lines, but never can you quote this guy saying, we got out. But why do you have to read between the lines when the individual is carrying the franchise? He ain't just carrying balls out the backfield. He's carrying the franchise. AP's carrying the Minnesota Vikings, bro, like there's, there's, there's a, a few organizations out there where you look at Tom, even Tom, the best quarterback, could go down as the best quarterback of all time. He had Gronk at one point. He had Julian Edelman. He still had players around him where you're like, all right, he has hey. tremendous compliments. Now, AP got compliments. I'm not knocking anybody on the Minnesota Vikings team, but he is carrying the franchise. Hey. 
Nate. You don't think he has the right to step up and say, today we got our coach in a classy I'm way. And then he does. followed it by saying, I'm our not. coach and our play. Yeah, but we all know we all live in this media world. Bro. They, they're going to chop and screw that, and they're only going to put out hey. the out coach. Now, check this out. Chop it's all and about, screw it. It's all about respect. It's all about respect. It's obvious your head coach was disrespected. You know why? Because his response was, I only worry about the opinions of my own. He took that personally. And it was it was and obvious a, that he disrespected AP by saying, "I'm not concerned about the opinions of others." Uh, you know, listen, other? No, no. That, like you, if this is a family, that's what he's I'm a saying. grandpa sitting on a rocking chair that nobody sits listen, in his chair. Hey, listen, that's what I'm saying. It's obvious he was disrespected. And to me, as a player, you you're still a player. You, you don't disrespect the coach. You you do it behind closed doors. It's a way to do it, Nate. I Let me jump in here real quick. Have you guys ever been in situations where you felt like your coaches were not putting you in the right situation to win? And how did you handle that, dude? Well, look, look, look. Hey, TD, to answer, to talk about that, I'm gonna take it to Demarco Murray. We just today we just heard a story about Demarco Murray going to the owner. Yeah. Above the head coach, talking about the way he's used. Now, to me, why, you just don't do that, bro. Yeah. You can't do that. You ca you cannot do that. Now, if you say, hey, um, um, head coach, I want to have a meeting with you and the owner. We all need to figure this out. Am I going to be here? I mean, w w what's up? Yeah. Because I came here expecting one thing. But, you ha dude, you have that conversation a different way. Okay, that's so, all I'm saying, Nate. So, you know, to answer answer your question, TD, it happens more often than not, right? Yeah. We all feel underused. That's why we're NFL players because facts are we're cocky and we're overconfident. But that's why we got here, right? So, when you're not on the field, you feel like you can be on the field. When I was in Seattle, I tore my thumb, the ulnar collateral ligament, the first year. To most people, it seemed like I was a bust. In my head, I'm thinking I'm back home. These people have to think this new guy from Minnesota who's a hometown kid, not playing, is a bust. And I knew that. So my first year was spent basically knowing I was going to get surgery on my thumb. Had a heart cast, so I couldn't catch the ball. So I had doctors call me saying, do you need to get your eyes checked? Do you need contacts? Yeah. Do you need glasses? Um, so needless to say, my first season in Seattle, I underachieved, right, tremendously. Second year I go in, I'm healthy, had the surgery on my thumb. I'm thinking to myself, I have to earn back respect from this organization, my teammates in this city. And I go, ham, bro. We, you know, we all have that memory of our best training camp. This was my best training camp. Yeah. There was DJ Hackett there. They had brought in Deion Branch. Um, you know, and Mike Holmgren was like, you know, I like Deion Branch. He's our yeah. number one. And I love DJ Hackett. In my head, I'm thinking, forget that. I'm beating out both of them. Yeah. Deion's my guy. Like, that's one of my best friends. And I'm like, I'm about to prove to this team that I'm the best receiver. And I'm getting busy. I'm talking about week in and week out. I'm big. I'm swole. I'm jumping high. I'm running fast. In my opinion, I knew I beat out everybody. Yeah. And Mike Holmgren said, yo, we're going to have this open competition. Whoever plays the best is the number two to Dion. I felt like I was the number one. Even my teammates was like, yo, like, you went ham this training camp. I have a meeting with Hunger right before the season, right? Had a great preseason. Yeah. Getting buckets, scoring touchdowns. It's obvious, right? The kid's in the zone. Mike Hungry's like, listen, you know, I, 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 I know I said it's open competition. Um, and, you know, you, you worked hard. You played well. But uh, I like DJ Hackett. And um, I'm going with Deion Branch and DJ Hackett as my starters week one. Immediately I'm in my feelings, right? Yeah. 
I wanted to spaz. I wanted to tip tables over. Yeah. But in my head, I'm calm and collective because you don't burn bridges, right? Yeah. You don't disrespect the coach. You respect the authority. I'm like, cool. I, I, for the truth that hurt me, like it was, it was so honest that it pierced my heart, but I respected it, right? So I walked out, and I'm like, what am I going to do? Week one goes by. We play all right. I'm basically playing sub, bro. Like, yeah. A guy gets tired. Here I come. I'm thinking, how can I get on this field, right? They're they're not utilizing me, TD. They're not putting me in the best position. I feel like this team is better when I'm on the field. It's proven. I go to special teams coach. I'm like, look, I you know I haven't returned in years. College, I did a little bit. High school, I did a little bit. I'm not even a punt returner, to be honest. And, you know, I, I get lightweight scared when that yeah. ball's in the air, just you know, because it's it's kamikaze. On you gotta do an episode on that, right? <laughs> we'll do a whole episode. Trying to feel the punt. <laughs> yeah, trying to feel the punt. Yeah, for real. It's poetry in motion. He's he's like, well, we'll give you a shot. We'll give you a shot. Do punt return. And my thought was, because I felt like Seahawks weren't using me, I'm gonna get on the field somehow, and this is gonna make everybody aware how much of a playmaker I am. And I don't fair catch. I th- I thought it was yeah. pointless. I get busy. That was the year I led the NFL in punt return yards. Only reason I didn't make the Pro Bowl was because we had Devin Hester in Chicago yeah. going bananas. Uh, and then he's like, okay, we got to get the ball in this guy's hands. They started utilizing me as a receiver more. Once I got the ball as a receiver, they're like, hold up. This dude lightweight might be one of our best receivers. Long story short, I lead the team in touchdowns, catches, yards, right? Yeah. I, I had 11 TDs that year. Pump return, getting busy. As a receiver, I'm getting busy. So there's ways of figuring out how to answer the question, what can I do to help this team? And that was my way when I was in Seattle. But I wasn't Adrian Peterson. So sometimes you have to come out there and just flat out say it. I guarantee you this, AP won't have eight carries next week. No, he he better not because the dynamic of that team is they need to run the football to win. Because Teddy Bridgewater is not the quarterback that's going to throw him out of it, and they're playing the Arizona Cardinals. See, it's just a lot of dynamics to yeah, it. Yeah. Now, if he played the quarterback position, this may have been looked at a little bit differently. I don't think a quarterback should do it. I don't think any player ever. You're saying ever. You should never call out the no, coach by now, saying. Li- we now got- listen, what I said earlier was if they were in the middle of a six-game losing streak, something just had to be done. The whole world's falling in, dude. What are they eight and four? They're right in the thick of it. They're the five seed right now. Relax. It was one game. It got out of hand. Actually, it needed – it bust your bubble a little bit. It needed y'all to come back down to earth because y'all were riding high. Yeah. That's all. I feel you. That was feel a wake-up call, man. I feel you. you know, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying, but um, let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Well, we got another we, question We are something? stubborn. Hey, but listen, uh, TD, let's get back to that hotline. Uh, we got these callers calling in. Hey, caller, uh, holler at us. This is Mike from New Jersey. Um, I was just wondering from uh, both of you guys, uh, what are your top five personal favorite rappers of all time? Ooh. Oh. Um, I, first of all, let me say one thing. Go ahead, again, do your I thing. I appreciate bro. the hotline. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, it, it's really dope. That's dope, man. Um, what's your five? So, this man? is Mike from New Jersey. Yeah, what's your five, man? Shout out to Mike. Um, and shout out to uh, Kyler. The first call yeah. that, that asked us about the Kanye beaten song, um, but Mike from New Jersey, my top five. I I can't give an order. 
No, no, I get it, dog. Trust nah, me. Nah, and nah, this nah, was nah. right. You know what? No, forget it. I'm I can't. Gonna, I'm gonna give it an order. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rock him, right? Number five. And to the old heads, they're like, Nate, why so high? You know, he maybe should be lower. Um, Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Nas, Jay Z, and Pop. And yes, I left Biggie out my top five. Oh wow! Um, no, no, no okay. disrespect to no, no, it's all good. I ain't Rest in even, peace. I ain't gonna even. I, ain't, <laughs> I mean, Ooh, it's only because only because it's work. You only had two albums. I, I, and then, you know he was cut short. Obviously, it's all good. But it's all good so that's my top five right there. It's all good, man. And I Pac, Pac. He, I mean, nobody was in the studio more than him. Maybe Little Wayne now, but it's all good, man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go probably, and this is not. it. I mean, I guess I, I, you put it in order. I don't necessarily know the order, um, but obviously Nas is in there. Um, Biggie is in there. Uh, 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 Pac is in there. Obviously, those three are, are, are stalwart warts now, in there. T- this is where it gets tricky. Though. This is yeah. where it gets very, very tricky. So you got to put Jay in there. got to put, gotta put Jay in there. You got one, 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 one left. Just for what he's done. And I ain't going to even lie, bro. I got to put Scarface in there. Oh. I mean, Ooh. and people and yeah. people, people going to say what they want to say. Nah, you not. Nah. You, you, you they got to respect you, you that. go back to 90s rapping. That's where I became a man through the 90s. You know uh. what I'm saying? I, I kind of grew up. Uh. Um, everybody got something from Scarface. Everybody. Yeah, Ask them. It's crazy, though. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, like, it's like asking your top five football players or NBA players of all time. It's an eye of the It's behold. so hard. Well, it's an eye of the behold. There's so many individuals. You got Luda in Atlanta who's been doing it for so long, well, who's I, one of the best feature see, artists. And I, and I don't forgot Andre 3. I mean, oh, Andre and Andre Boy. 3000. Boy, my dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so it, it, it's hard for me not to put them in there. You know, it's just a lot, bro. And then you got Snoop, Game, Drake yeah. out, out here. It's a lot, man. It's, it's, a lot. it's hard. It's Let's hard. Throw a couple more for him. Hold on, wait. We even mentioned Eminem. That's what I was about to say. No, we can't. I mean, really, I know. I know like, M, a lot of times, you know, people are like, okay, his content doesn't necessarily relate, but he's one of the lyrically, 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 he's up there. Eminem. And, and if you talking about lyrics, it's a lot. I mean, common. I mean, it's just a lot of lyrics. You talking about lyrics? Slaughterhouse. I mean, if oh, y'all yes. not familiar with Slaughterhouse, Joey. Joe Budden, Crooked Joey. Eye, Joel Ortiz. Yeah, wow, and then my man Royce the Five Nine, that's my dude. Joe, I ain't a big Joe Button. Uh, Joe you need true. to listen to Slaughterhouse. You want to I mean, get motivated button, lyrically? He, he, to me, he's a little bit more of a party thug. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I, Black I, Thought, lyricist. Black Thought. Man, oh man, the roots are like this is. Oh, I, I feel you, dog. I just said I'm not that big of a Joe Buttons fan. All right, I feel you thug, on that. Man. Well, listen. Uh, What's let, next? Let's man? talk about this MVP. Comment, okay. You know, okay. The whole competition, right? Cam Newton. Cam. Cam. Ooh, Cam. That's that's what it is. It, you don't even have to finish the question. You know? It's Cam Newton. And if it's not Cam Newton, what is the definition of the MVP? Okay, Mike, we got four weeks left, though, bro. It's Cam Newton. I don't care if they lose the rest of the games. I don't care if he doesn't play the rest of the games. It's Cam Newton. Okay, so, Mike, I feel what you're saying. And I, I agree. Right now, it's Cam Newton. You know, I, I love it. I love it for a lot of reasons. One, Next week, it'll be Cam Newton. The week after the that? The week after that will be Cam Newton. Week 17? We And I said it on the Sunday show on game day morning first. Nate, ch- check me out, dog. I'm going to keep it real funky with you, keep bro. Keep it a buck with me. A buck this is the greatest and best red zone threat our game has ever seen. Mm. Period. Mm. You know why I say hold that? On, hold on, say that again. This is the greatest and best red zone threat our game has ever, ever seen. seen. And you know why? 
because and we do it we do a segment on our show called numbers and angles right and that, you know yeah. nate it all comes down to numbers and angles right. there's four guys over there yeah. and and we have five we're gonna run it yeah. you know it's all numbers yeah. and angles guns right? and butter yeah yeah and when you get down into the goal line because the the, the windows are so small and, and because he's a ball carrier that can throw in the tight mm. windows mm. he truly makes you go 11 on 11 and one man will not bring this six foot six avatar down. <laughs> you feel me? And yeah. oh, oh, he oh, oh, avatar, oh. Right. And look, and look, man, I gotta let some stuff out, man. I gotta let some stuff out. Let Nate. it out, Mike. I gotta let it out, let man, because I'm tired of all these fantasy football people talking about, you know, my quarterback gotta throw for this many numbers. He gotta throw for five thousand yards and break all these type of man, what all those numbers got paid, man? In one Super Bowl, I got the same amount as he did. And I don't have, and I don't have all those numbers. Hold up, Nate! Don't say nothing, man. Let me go, dog. Let me go. It's fantasy football versus real football, and I need my quarterback. And when the game is on the line in the fourth quarter and in overtime, to do his thing. I need you to be the best when things ain't going right. I don't need you to be the best when 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 we're running for two hundred yards and 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 everybody's wide open. I feel like Jay Z right now. Keep going, free. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, though, bro. Like. Who else? Who else could be the MVP? There is no. Uh, there is nobody else. Keep going, Mike. I'm finna drop the mic because 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 serious business, dog. What he does to a defense the minute the ball is snapped. Just watch the all twenty-two. The minute the ball is snapped, what's, all what, eleven not, guys. Mike, Mike, there's there's listeners that don't know. Man, all look, you explain that. You explain okay, that. Okay, all right, my bad. Go look, on. keep going, Mike. The, if you watch the all twenty-two, bro. The minute the ball is snapped, all 11 guys on defense pause. Nope, they, they only do it for one other quarterback in this league, and that's Russell Wilson. Mm. Everybody else, you read, hey, it's third down, I'm dropping. It's first down, I'm, I'm stepping. Every, no matter when Cam gets the ball, everybody pauses. And while you're pausing, Greg goes to screaming down the field. You got Teddy Ginn, who's a journey, a journeyman returner. Catching touchdowns like crazy. Got enough room to drop a few and still catch him to win the game. You talk. Come on, you Nate. Talk, you talk, what is the MVP, bro? What is the MVP? If he don't win it, I don't have no faith in the award anymore. Oh. What is the MVP? I like where you're going with it. Straight up, bro. Not my bad. I'm sweating. I had to get pumped up. But I, I get tired of the conversation. There is no conversation. Mm. His number one receiver, gone. Mm. Peace. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He is the number two running back. Mm. Now what? Mm. You say I can't. You say Mike, and basically I was saying all year I don't know if he's gonna be able to keep it up. I don't know if he's gonna be able to not be sore and still be able to throw it. His numbers are getting better. Mm. Come on, man. What about the other contenders, Brady and Carson? Though, really quick. Come on, man. Well, Carson, I, I, and I like Brady. Obviously, Brady is what you what you're used to seeing. You know what I mean? But Carson I, I, is having a resurgence, bro. And, and, yeah, he's he's playing unbelievable. But 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 Nate, he's, I ain't he's, gonna he's even, one of the best in the game at taking I, deep I, shots. Yeah, and I ain't gonna even lie to you, bro. I ain't played quarterback in years, but I could throw some touchdowns for the Cardinals, though. They got a squad at wide out. They got a squad. Got and think about it. Number one receivers get younger. Number one DBs get older. Think about mm. that. Come on, man. I've got knowledge wait, wait, wait. on you right Say now, again. bro. Say that again. Say number one receivers get younger. Number one DBs get older. Hey, and I'm going to say that. Check hey, this Mike. out. Yo, hey, listen. That's think deep. about this. Hold up. One more time. Bad. Slow it down for me. Number one receivers get younger. Number one DBs get older. Bruh. That's a quote. Uh, you you got me about to uh, flip my lid Come right on, now. Dog. Now you, you got me sweating, dog. Now you got you see, I, I, dog, that's, that's such a good fact. We respect 
are DBs in this league, right? Darrell Rivas, he's done at a high level for so long. I'm not saying it's that time, but it's getting close. He's going up against these young dogs. Nate. Amari Cooper. Nate. Odell Beckham. When I played, I trained with Revis every offseason. Yeah. I've seen his workload. I know what he does. Yeah. I know his personal training. But he's I getting know, older, though. I know his personal coach. We talk. He's We, we fellowship together. We do Bible study. Right. Me and his personal. I know the guy in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm saying is it's so draining to play press man in this league at a high level, the highest level. And these guys is for young. that long. But these guys coming in young, but, 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 fast, but, 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 but think about it. When you win a Super Bowl and you're the number one team in the league like New England, they're probably used to everybody making them their Super Bowl. And Darrell Rivas, when he see DeAndre Hopkins, when he see Amari Cooper, all these young guys, that's their Super Bowl. Mm. Every time. And it's draining. Mm. It is. And, and, and I, he I, – People say he's lost a step, and I did a piece on him on, on a Sunday morning show, and I showed him getting beat a little bit. It's not that he's totally lost it because you see it in spurts. When he wants to lock you down, you won't catch a pass. I, I, I've seen it this year. But he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He probably should have won a defensive player of the year. He hadn't won that. He's taken teams to the playoffs. He made over $100 million. Oof. What are you playing for? Sheesh. You know, I mean, I mean, what's your motivation to be that lockdown guy? And I think some of that may be creeping in. I, I feel you. And, and just to get back to we talked about Carson. But Tom, I feel like sometimes he doesn't get the respect he deserves because we're so used to him being good. So it's almost like everybody else has to be that much better to grab our attention away from the accustomed thought of Tom just being Tom. Tom, terrific. He's been terrific for so long. Like, how good does he really have to be for us to – Put him back into the thought of MVP. I, but, but see, for me, for me, because Tom does play well. Now don't get me wrong. As of lately, but if you they've been it, struggling it, because if you take Cam's, if to me, if you take Cam in this year, they're, they're doing something magical. Yeah, in Carolina, that's facts. You 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 take Cam out of the equation. It's obvious it's Tom Brady. It's obvious it's Tom Brady. But I just think when you look at this Carolina Panther team, dude, it's something special coming over there. It's something special. Yeah. I mean, shout it, out, yeah, shout out to. I Cam. mean, they. I, I like I, I like what Ron Rivera is doing over there, bro. It, it, everything is hard. I know, my bad. You know, I couldn't get it out. I know you saw that yesterday, Ron Rivera. I, 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 <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> but shout shout out to shout out to Cam, undefeated, and shout out to Steph Curry. Steph oh yeah, Curry with the wrist, boy. Hey, yeah. listen, TD. I know we got another person calling in, so uh, let me get uh, one more hotline question. Hey, this is Daniel from Seattle. Uh, my question is, how does the NFL or how does college prepare you for being treated like a commodity um, by the public with fantasy football and the way that the media handles players? How, um, how do teams prepare, prepare you for that or, you know, how do you deal with that? Oh, I got a quick answer to that. I got a quick Go answer to that. Um, if you're in college right now, you listening to the R&B podcast, you're, a pl- you're any type of a player, hear me. The fact that you're not making six figures right now, that should be getting you ready because you're bringing a lot of money for these universities. You're bringing a lot of income for the NCAA. I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, uh, um, necessarily you should be making six But how are you prepared for it, Mike? These guys can't no, no. prepare they can't. for it. No, 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 no. They, we weren't prepared. They can't. Be millionaires they, at 21, well, 22 years old. Well, well, 
to now that that's that that's going to something totally different because I, I when you talk we about we weren't prepared to be looked at as commodities. We weren't prepared. Let's let's admit that to the public. No. I'm gonna say this. Once you get in it and you understand the business side of it, my first contract renegotiations went something like this. Nate, we like you. You have a great spirit. You say the right things in the media. The city loves you. But, and that but came with a list of things why they shouldn't pay me. That's the first time I understood that I'm not just an NFL player. I'm an employee for a company who wants to replace me. And they want to get me for the cheapest price. I understood at that point, I'm a commodity. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be the hottest commodity this city has seen. So I started to dive myself into every community that I was in. I started to make alliances with the fans in the stadium. So if you wanted to get rid of me, guess what? You're going to have to answer questions from people that want me there. I'm going to have to answer that on the next on the next show. Okay. Because I got some heat for you. You got some heat? I got you some always heat got heat for, for me. I got some real heat for you on that one, man. All right, all right. You know, well, um, TD, the, close, the show is closing. Can we get one last Hold up, Beat. man. Hold up. Hold up. We got to say. What? 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 Send your questions and all that stuff. Yeah, we got. We, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Send the questions. <laughs> Hit us up on the RB hotline. Holla at producer TD. All that. At Real Mike Rob. At Real Mike At Rob. Nate 13 Burleson. This is the RB show. That's what we do. Look out for us. We'll look out for you. This is the best sports podcast in the world. Spread the word. Hashtag R A N. DB Podcast. Oh, I see you, Nate. Go to the music. D'Angelo in the back with Thugga Thugga. Thugga Thugga in the building. I like this beat, though. Hold up. You're trying to get signed, dog. Oh, nah, let me stop. <laughs> hey, but I appreciate y'all listening, man. We'll see y'all next week. Nasty in the building. RB.